I'm inside. 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 Actually, actually oh, cool. Michael's here. Sick. Oh, now I can even see him as well. You man can hear me, yeah? Yeah, yeah I think I know why. Because last week, Michael was signed on to the point account. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so was I at the same time. So it just hello. looked like as if there was two people. Hey. Hey. Brucey Fury number 25 in quarantine. Yeah, Obviously, <laughs> welcome to the Point Podcast, guys. Um, we have a special guest. You guys love when we have ladies on the show. Um, and yeah. she started following us not too long ago after we did um, our Tom Mucci episode. And we've been watching her career for a while. Uh, we tried mm, to do up Zoom and, it, and it, wasn't, it wasn't banging for us. So we've had to use another <laughs> means of, uh, of, of recording. But it is none other yeah. than Ramel London. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Yeah. Come through, Ren. Key worker yes. status. So you know this, this key worker thing is a real thing, right? You're you're actually a key worker. Yeah. So basically, mm. they said, we, "Well, I mean, I haven't officially been like you know told my job is to keep morale up, right? But mm. they've said that um, they've given us official like letters if we do get stopped that we're allowed to be outside if we're on on our way to radio." Okay. Oh. So okay. yeah, so if and like even the other day, I was I finished radio on Saturday and I drove there because they're just like let's not get like let's not get on public transport. It's just mm. safer to, for you to all drive. just drive and they'll sort out our parking and stuff. Mm. And then um, I was on my way home, went to the petrol station. And I thought, Do you know what? Let me wash my car because Saturday was sunny. Yes. And I thought, yeah. let me just wash my car because obviously I can't see. The way the police rolled up and they were like, excuse me, why are you washing your car? So why am I washing my car? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, um, ma'am. I was like, I can't lie. Um, I can't see out my window because the sun is shining and my car is dirty. She looked at my car and she was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Absolute madness. She was like, yeah, fair enough. It's dirty. But I was like, I'm a key worker. I've just come back from work. Like, please, can I wash my car? She was like, oh, okay. Since you agreed with you that it was dirty, you know the ones yeah, nah, she... it's like, right, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, she, <laughs> she leaned forward in the car and was like, hmm, okay, yeah. Nah, so. she mocked. She's rude. <laughs> <laughs> She's rude. But hey, but hey, it worked. I got my car clean. I, it confirmed that I am a key worker. So she was like, it makes sense. Let's do this. So what is it What is it like out there at the moment? Because obviously... I was about we're to ask that. Yeah, what's house. London like? Um, yeah. I can't lie. For a driver, it is mm. perfect. Like, mm. just zoom in. Oh. Like, it takes me 15, oh 20 minutes to get into central London. What? Wow. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. I mean, I live in North London, so I'm not that far. So yeah, from Highbury really. to Leicester Square, it takes mm. 15 minutes. But yeah, that's oh. a dream. That's never happened. My that God. Um, My God. Wow. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, central London's quiet. It's empty. Li- I've never seen Leicester Square. So Global, where Capital Extra is, mm. um, it's mm. in Leicester Square. I've never seen Leicester Square empty in my life. And my like, wow. I worked in, like, I used, I started doing like work experience, all that kind of stuff at, at Global since mm. like 2010. Wow. In the 10 year, no, 2011, sorry. Mm. In the like nine years that I've been back and forth to Cap- Capital Extra or Capital or any of the old stations that were there that I worked mm. at, I have never in my life seen Leicester Square empty. Okay. And um, 
this is the first time. Like it could be six a.m. Obviously, when we're like turning up for like the breakfast show or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's people mm-hmm. there. It's always mm-hmm. popping. Mm-hmm. Lester, always. Leicester Square is never, yeah. never, ever. What? Like, what? Even the weekday. Always. I used to. Wow. I used to work always. on the Capital um, Capital FM breakfast show, so I used to get in at like quarter to six. People mm-hmm. everywhere. People popping. Like this is Monday to Friday. Like it was popping. Mm-hmm. That's so, when you know it's real World War Three, boy. If, if yeah. Leicester Square yeah. is shutting down, madness. So it has. Oh it has. It is kind of eerie. And like even just before mm-hmm. we jumped on for the this um, podcast, mm-hmm. I went to the shops and I was getting. I can't lie. I'm starting to get anxious if too mm-hmm. many people are around. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> you start to realise that actually, you know what, being around people isn't comfortable anymore. No, 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 no it's not. So walking past people on the street, you're like, oh, okay, two meters, please. Mm-hmm. Like it is actually. I'm seeing, and, I'm seeing so many reports where people are saying after this, yeah, we'll be shook to hug people. We're going to be course. scared to like just shake hands, all of that, man. Of course, I'm this looking is forward change. to hug someone, boy. Hey, I was I about know. to say, me I'm too, because <laughs> I haven't had any human, I haven't had any human interaction <laughs> for like nearly two weeks. Yeah, yeah? Mm. I've been by myself. Mm. Okay, so oh, I need yeah. to, I need to hug. Wow. I need to talk to people. Yeah. I need to be in front of someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done that in ages. I'm the introvert as well. Which is, which is, which is the thing. What have you been doing in quarantine? Like, what's quarantine life? I'll be honest. So you've been doing up exercise and yeah, workouts. yeah. So I I recently moved out of my mum's house at the okay. start of the year. So I've got Jeez. my own goals, goals. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still renting, but like, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, it was. But you're free. Day. You're free. Yeah. You're free, Rimmel. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't rent shame on this podcast, fam. We need okay. To, okay, whatever okay. way we can get out, fam. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm an only child, okay. so I oh. live with my mum, and like you know. As anyone does, like, you know, arguments with your parents are inevitable. Mm-hmm. So me and my mum used to clash a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, not physically, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, just the usual, like, parent-mother-daughter scenarios that, you know, sometimes you get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. So I would, I was already ready to live by myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've got, a, like, quite a big communal garden. Mm-hmm. And Jeez. Um, I'm near this old park as well. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been able to go for runs, which is great because like the run, the run that I do takes about like twenty five minutes. Okay. So mm. it's like I've been able to utilize the actually go outside and exercise, do it in your back garden or yeah. whatever. And um, and I, I'm quite used to working at home anyway because I'm freelance and I do voiceovers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff has just ended up me doing it. At home rather than going out. I saw I saw you cover the quilt. I saw you were yeah. doing that the quilt thing. I have actually yeah. do you know what? What what country are you originally like? Where's your where are your parents from, Ramel? So I'm half Nigerian. Half Guyanese, half Nigerian. Yeah. Jeez, wow. I, I just heard the Nigerian. I heard the Nigerian. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Afalabi? That was Afalabi, yes. of course it was. Of course now. <laughs> that is, 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 this is this how you this, this how you man move from that's how you know you learn to kind of regular. This is no, normal. So wait, half Nigerian. And what was the other side? It. Just because we, we we didn't catch half it. Guyanese. Yeah, my mom's from Guyana. Oh, from Guyana. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Caribbean and African. Amazing. Best of both. What, what food do you prefer? Yeah, exactly. Um, all food. I like to eat. Oh, very diplomatic. <laughs> very diplomatic. But, uh, yeah, but no, honestly, like I'm. Um, I love both 
both sides culture like whenever whenever people say like you know what do you prefer being caribbean or or african nigerian guyanese i'm like what kind of question because is this you, these are my these are your people both <laughs> sides isn't it yeah, that's, like, who you are. there's no it's exactly. really decide like that's my life and and both both countries have blessed me like i've been to both countries and loved it like the experience was amazing both times like both yeah. sides of my family are just like great kinds of people i wouldn't say like any culture has been triumphed over the other one yeah you know what i mean like i'm just i just love where i'm from i appreciate my my background amazing um, amazing yeah do you know i wanted to ask you because you said obviously you do voiceover work so i don't know if i mentioned it on the podcast but i started doing voiceovers a little while ago right and when i say you have mentioned it michael have i mentioned it so my first thank you thank you my first job that i ever did yeah because you know with voiceovers people don't it's not a job that you people think is a job if that makes sense in the sense of you know when you watch a a kfc advert and like looking chicken and people don't think like that that's a real thing that people uh, (laughs) there's an art to it i went to my first recording now yeah and it was very similar to what you had done when you you know you covered the quilt over yourself and was recording now yeah, I had they had to do like a little makeshift studio in the in the uh, director's house because basically, um, what was the reason? Oh, what they didn't want to do, they didn't want to pay for the recording studio time, so they were like, "Come to my house in Lewisham." I was thinking, okay, mm, what is this? <laughs> then we got in there and they had like a little makeshift studio with a quilt wrapped over it. Listen, voiceover work is not a joke, you know. <laughs> it's not a joke when i was doing it they were like okay we need you to say it this way oh oh okay just yeah. in, your voice flick it up here and i'm like right this is actually uh, a <laughs> uh, real sport like how do you find doing voice yo, yo michael quick question mm. before before we jump to a mo you know <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what you said you know what you said flick it up is it in the way in which you present <laughs> things and say things yeah so, so it's like so, so yeah. basically like Whoop. oh um love island 9 p.m. Yes. Only on weekdays. Yes. Like that. Exactly. So it'd be like, <laughs> so I had to do it for a company called Folio, right? So it was rent it, rental space in London. And they're like, Folio, for you, da 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 And you have to like, <laughs> that's how you have to pattern it. But then they'll say to you, nah, actually, no, we need you to be a bit more laughy. So you might be like, yeah. Folio, da 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 It's so, <laughs> it's very, very strange. Very strange. How do you very find strange. doing it? Well, this is the thing. So I fell into uh, voiceovers. Okay. So when I when I finished uni, mm. um, I used to work at like community stations and all that kind of stuff. And I worked at it's called the Beat London now. Yes. It used to be Bang Radio. Okay. And back, I think he's still there actually. But um, the station manager who was running Bang at the time um, previously worked for Choice FM. He was the station manager for Choice FM. Oh. So he came in. Okay. Bang, to kind of revamp bang make it like as successful as choice kind of thing mm. um he automatically kind of was just like he knew what he wanted he knew what sound he wanted and i went in there being like i want to be a presenter da, 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 da. and he was like mm, no i don't think that's for you you know oh, wow. but <laughs> yeah i was like excuse me oh, <laughs> anyway i was young it's fine mm. whatever mm. we live but um at the time he was like oh but i think you'd be good at voiceovers and i was like what, what is that and so he'd be like, oh, just come and record this for some of the DJs, do some jingles, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, all right, whatever. Obviously, I'm just gassed to be in a radio station. So I was like, cool, whatever. Obviously, done it all for free. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing all these jingles. And then I realized, hold on a minute, I've been recording a lot of stuff for him. Mm. And like, so, but then 
in my head, I was just like, let's just use this and create a showreel. Right. So yeah. I created a showreel out of all the clips because I had enough, like I had loads. Yeah. So then I ended up actually working for Choice FM. Wow. And, um, oh, rest again, in peace, man. Rest in peace, Choice. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, it, it, it was rebranded. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was a rebrand. Rebrand, too. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> At the time, um, so I was doing, I was helping out at Choice, mm-hmm. and again, just by coincidence, I think I was just walking through and just saying, hi everyone, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. and again, someone was just like, do you mind doing us a voiceover? And oh. that was actually for Capital. And I was like, oh, okay, Capital, okay, whatever, yeah, let's do that. Mm. So I did that once or twice, and then I guess Choice got wind of it. They were like, hold up, mm. you're using our voice. <laughs> She's actually helping us. So again, they shipped me over and they were like, cool, we want you to do voiceovers for choice. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I think they knew at this point they wanted it to be a regular thing. So I had to have a sit down conversation with them. Right. And they'd be like, this is how much we're going to pay you. Right. I said, pay me. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know. I said, <laughs> yeah. So they arranged and it was very low, mm-hmm. like very, very low. Yeah. And I won't credit them for it because it is where it is yeah. like. At the time, Trace was still like you know not high up in the ranks right. in the building, right. so their budget wasn't big. Right. But they were like, "Look, you're going to be the official Trace um, voice of Trace." Mm. And I was like, "Can I tell people that?" And they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, of course." So I was like, "Well, here it is then." So obviously, I'm promoting, telling everyone I'm the voice of Trace, and they're paying me, and it was like two hundred pound a month. Mm-hmm. But because I was doing work experience, or I was assisting in the building anyway. Yeah. Mm. they could call me up whenever they wanted. Right. Like, they'd be like, oh, Ramel, give us five minutes. And the, so it kind of was hard to even figure out a rate. Mm. Like, oh, Rem, do this for me real quick. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then they were like, we're going to pay you £200 in a month anyway. But yeah. obviously, I'm mm. doing more and more of this. Again, I made another show reel. Yeah. And, you know, and this is official now because it's like, a, it's a brand, brand. Right. So, so it just adds started, weight to your, to your show reel. Yeah. So again, mm. I started shutting this around. And then when Trace um, disappeared or was rebranded into Capital Extra, mm. they stopped me being the voice because they wanted to rebrand completely. Right. Again, I was uh, like, crap, I don't have a job anymore mm, in this. Mm. So How long are you doing it at this point? How, how the... I did it for about two years. Wow, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, was, it was decent. It was a good stint. Mm. So again, I had great audio. And again, I made a good relationship, like friendship with the engineer. So he was like, cool, I'll make you a showreel. So... Made me a showreel, and then I ended up. It's weird. I feel like I'm just like such a radio. Uh, what's the word? That radio, hit, <laughs> I, like like been everywhere. I, I jumped, yeah, yeah, I jumped around a lot because yeah. mm. uh, the same thing happened again at uh, BBC Radio One Extra. Mm. They asked me to do it for them, and it just made me realize. But again, it was low money. It was just favors kind of thing. Because mm. so, we 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 actually had a guest to like. I feel like with the creative industry, this is. This is it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, look at how you're doing now your Saturday show with Capital Extra, yeah. but it does start off like this. Do you see here, what I'm there, saying? and everywhere. You have yeah. to be here, there, Literally. and everywhere, different stations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm. yeah, that's really good to hear. Yeah. Continue. It, yeah. it, but that's the thing as well. You have to be open to, to working with other, other organizations and competitors. And it is kind of awkward because sometimes they are direct competitors. That's what I was going to say. Would they be, a, did they, was there any conflict with that? Um, at that point, I, I, my relationship with Global and Choice wasn't there anymore. Mm. So I ended up doing one extra voiceovers, but then I ended up doing cover shows at one extra as well. Right. So mm. it was a swift move over, mm. 
And it was just made sense because I'd already been in the building here and there. They were like, let's pilot her. Let's see how she does as a presenter and what kind of stuff. But again, all of this was just based off the fact that people had heard me doing voiceovers. So again, I'd created such a portfolio with brands. Um, I ended up sending my showreel to uh, a few different uh, agencies and eventually I got an agent but this spans across like six years wow so wow. I didn't get an agent until 2018 wow so wow. yeah so from 2012 to 2018 I was doing it all by myself and just doing favors DJs would be like oh can you do this for my mix CD yeah. do, like, do you know what I mean yeah. like random stuff or like if I knew PRs I'd be like oh we're doing a, a, a read for um Island Records or Universal or Atlantic, mm. can you do this for me mm. at home and all this kind of stuff? Or if I was at radio, if I knew I was going to be at an, in a radio station, yeah. I'd be like, mm. oh, quick, let me do a quick recording right. there. Right, okay, because it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I used to do all the like link up TV behind bars stuff. Jeez, and kind of stuff. what? Uh, <laughs> I, think they, I think they still use it. They still use you because yeah, when um, when they did the Drake yeah, one, yeah. I heard your voice. Yeah, and that was awkward because at that point I'd left Link Up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Where is my check? Rashid, <laughs> where are my keys? That definitely collected a lot of views and mm. partly, but if I was that way inclined, I'm not that way inclined, okay. I let it go. Okay. But, mm. you know, I used to work for Link Up. I worked for Link Up for seven years. So I was very happy and proud to, you know, give my voice to all the app reads and all that kind of stuff. Uh. And like, that was family. So that was nothing. But again, you're looking at the views like, damn. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because in the in the voiceover world, you'd be put, you'd be bought out for something like that. And this is the other thing I was going to say because mm. now that you've got a, uh, uh, an agent, they obviously yeah. handle all of the business yeah, side of it, which is nice because then you don't have yeah. to feel the awkwardness of actually no, this is at my rate. You just go in and do mm. the creative what you need to yeah. do. I just literally exactly that, like you said, you just turn up, mm-hmm. you get there, mm-hmm. you do the read, and then. Yeah, so what you were talking about, the intonations and stuff, I only learned that. That intonations thing is so, like, (laughs) the session was literally, yeah, probably two and a half hours, and they paid well for the session. Yeah. But Mm. it was just one of them ones where I was like, wow, this is a real thing. Because what they want to do is obviously, they want the different variety of of your voice so that they can extend it out across. You know, this was a yeah. year campaign that they that they were doing. Like, oh, like so you pump. got bought out as well? I got bought out, fam. I got there bought you out. Go. And I was, at one point, I was like, mm, if I had an agent, I could have, like, some sort of... Because how does yeah. it differ? Because you don't get the bite. It's not a... Do you still get bought out when it comes to voiceover? Yeah, yeah, I still get okay. bought out. But the, the agent still gets, like, 20%. Okay. So, so they um, fight for your corner but, in that regard anyway. Yeah, like, most of the time, I won't even have the conversation. I'm not even most of the time. Mm. I have never had a conversation mm. about um money mm-hmm. with my agent they usually run it by me mm-hmm. they say this is how much we're gonna ask them for <laughs> is that cool with you and i'm like yeah so is the bag different now that you've got you've been signed oh and <laughs> i can't even lie to you wow i cannot even lie to you wow the bag is very different Come on. Bro, i was cool. doing favors i was doing favors yeah. like it yeah. was like you know be like yo i'm putting out a mixed cd oh like can you can you do uh, voice over me. Oh, like, yeah, fifty pound. Yeah, like, 50 pounds. I was just like, okay, cool. 50 yeah, 50 pounds. now. Whew, yeah. One one thing you'll notice here is that Michael loves a conversation oh. about money. <laughs> like every, he <laughs> loves a conversation. No, about do you know money. what it is? I just like how much are you, you getting paid? Do you know what it yeah? is, Rem? Yeah, do you know okay, what it is? Okay. It's for me. I'm like, 
this is you using your talent and being paid yeah, for it. Not everybody yeah. gets to do that. Like yeah. even yeah. even what so you're saying exciting. about two hundred a month, people think, wait, two hundred a month a month just to speak, just to just to say I'm this very, and that. Okay, I'll, I'll be fr- I'll free the realness because realness because I actually went to a um a voiceover workshop. So this is okay. good for you, Michael, okay. to know. Okay. So yeah. For anyone that wants to get into voiceovers, and obviously you have to be good, don't just think, because uh, since I started doing voiceovers and, and posting about it, yeah. everyone and their brother and their sister He's wants to be a voiceover. I'll be honest with you, like, so I'm telling you, I did it for one extra choice. Um, I was doing odd bits in here and there for record label. Da, 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 da. When I got to my voiceover agent, the woman declined. Wow. She said, no. Wow. And the reason she said no is because she said, and, and I'll be honest, my agency is quite a, a highly recognised agency. It's oh. called Sue Terry Voices. Okay. Mm. And she deals with, and she said this to me, Sue has no chill at all. She, <laughs> she'll keep, she'll free the realness. Right. She was like, I deal with classically trained voices. Ooh. Oh, Lord. That's the thing she said to me. I was like, huh, my heart wow. is broken. <laughs> and she was like, the only reason I took you on is because one of my agents vouched for you that she's heard your work elsewhere. She was like, otherwise, she was like, your voice, because even when I showed her my reel, mm. they made me do another one because oh. they were like, this isn't technically what we want. Wow. Like, there is a standard that your voiceover reel has to be at. Yeah. So she said, Rem, quick question. Yeah. Quick question. Is that the white man? Is, is, <laughs> is, is that the white man, your, your agent? Yeah. <laughs> It's the white man, isn't it? Of course it would say they don't like us. No, 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 no. It wasn't about that. It actually wasn't about that. It was actually, I'll be honest with you, it was actually because, because voiceovers are not easy. Mm. Like, Mm. like you said, she meant it in in the way of, I am, we're going to be sending you to do different things. And if you Uh, can't change your voice as an actor would, then that means you're not equipped for this. You know what I mean? So that's where the intonations and that kind of stuff, know how to speak and smile. Know how to speak sound worried you know yeah. how to speak and sound distressed because distressed and worried are two different right. things you get what i mean right so that's why okay. i need classically trained actors to know how to use their voice but luckily i'm quite i'm quite i i don't know i've always been someone that likes reading out aloud mm-hmm. so i used to practice anyway before anyone told me this was a thing yeah. i'd practice different ways to say things because i was just an extra child i was the only child <laughs> yeah this is what you make up your, this fun in your yeah. entire yeah. <laughs> This is the kind of things I did just for banter when I was fun. 10. Yeah. And now they're saying, come and do it on the recording and stuff. That That yeah. is amazing. Because I think... Oh, so so you... you Going back to the money yeah, part. Yeah, go ahead. So the industry standard is um, for an hour, you should get £250. Right. Minimum. Yeah, okay. Standard. And then obviously, if you're paying for engineering fees, then you have to pay that on top and all that kind of stuff. Right. But... I don't have to worry about that because the whoever the client is, they've already booked like, yeah. the engineer or whatever, or you're going to their company where they already have a studio, etc. Yeah. So so when I realized I was going like again, no disrespect to Trace back in the day, mm. but I was getting two hundred pounds a month mm. mm-hmm. when now you can get two hundred and fifty pounds oh, no. per session. Mm-hmm. An hour. Because mm-hmm. if you have a two or three hour session, mm-hmm. this there you go. There you go. <laughs> What's that rent, rent cover for the month? That's, this that's is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it, I can't lie. I probably, I think I was one of the only few people that didn't mind when Choice was bought out. You know, really? I was like, man, I get it. I love Choice. Yeah. Love the music. <laughs> but, but sometimes people need to get their peas up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, again, like, 
I, I ha I'm, I'm not speaking from like, you know, I haven't been sent any kind of documentation of how to deal with this conversation, mm. but from someone that was within the building and, and seeing how it changed, yeah. I, I do understand why they did it because mm. ca the name capital holds weight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, that is a, and it's not even just a national, that's an international name that holds weight. Mm. Like when, when, like you know, Justin Bieber knows what Capital FM is. Mm -hmm. Just, um, you know, Justin Timberlake, The Rock, all these mm. different main stars know what Capital FM is. So mm. if you say Capital Extra, it's the sister station to Capital FM, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and you just, you just say, and you can say it's just the urban version of Capital. Yeah. And even though we don't have the word urban, it is just factual. People understand what that means. Yeah. yeah. So... So on a branding point of view, which is why they did it, they were like, we can make more money from a brand that's associated with a big name. Because Choice just didn't have its own, like in our community, it yeah. held weight. Right. Mm -hmm. But to the world, I don't think it, because outside of London, no, because we forget, Cap Choice was just a London. It was, nation. it was just London, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you got as far as Milton Keynes, you can't get there. From when Birmingham mm. ain't even included, <laughs> that's when you know, you know it's, what I'm true. Saying? it's true. So, mm. so and they, they, they again. I'm, I, I, like, I cried real tears when they got rid of Trace, because mm. I, I always dreamed of being on Trace FM. Yeah. But thank God, he, you know, God works in mysterious Amen. ways. He, yeah. he changed it. Mm. Capital Extra is still Trace. It's still the same room. Mm. The same room that I was broadcasting from, or I was in when I was at Trace, is the same room I'm in every Saturday. So you have to really look at it in the in a way that. I wasn't supposed to be on choice because that's just local. Right. I'm supposed mm. to be on a national platform. Right. And that's why you have to really just be grateful and like considerate of mm. what that change really meant. Yeah. So yeah, because so I'm, I'm grateful. Amazing. And and what what is that like? Like for you being on national radio now? Because of course I feel like there can be a a comfort when it comes to you know local stations or pirate radio. Obviously, there's a comfort because of its locality, but the fact that you are national across the the country, what does that do for you in terms of upskilling or changing the way you present or kind of just leveling up when it comes to present, uh, presenting in general? How, how was that? How was that for you? Um, Capital Extra is very different to, for example, BBC Radio One Extra mm. or, um, or just a local community station. Mm. So even though, because again, we have people that complain that C Capital Extra plays the same songs over and over again, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> you have to realize it's commercial radio. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're pitching it to radios, uh, to, to advertisers and all that kind of stuff. And I get it is for the people, but at the same time, they need to make money off of it. Right. So mm -hmm. you have to kind of accept that there's a style and a way that it has to be done for it to work. Mm. And, um, and even for me, as someone that loves to talk, do interviews, all that kind of stuff, mm. it doesn't particularly, like, although I've, you know, I've put myself forward for a million type of things, mm. my show is set in the middle of the day, Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m. It is Quick actually... Plug. Is, yeah. <laughs> it, is also, it is also just a nice slot for just people to enjoy music. Yes. So yes. when they say, when they've said in the past that, you know what, we don't really think that this is a slot for interviews or anything like that, mm -hmm. I've had to kind of be like, oh, do you know what? Okay. And that took a lot of learning and understanding that, you know, again, that time, that slot, that, that placement isn't for that. Mm -hmm. Because when I cover on one extra, I was allowed to do all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Guess me special guest this da, 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 da. Mm. But it's different like it's a different broadcasting system especially because it's the bbc right. mm. like you know they are allowed freedom to do a lot more like i mean look at people like 
you know, when Charlie Soft was there, or even now when Snoo- Snoochie Shy is there, yeah. like, she went to like, our school. She went to our school, you know. Oh, really? She went to our school. Yeah. Cheyenne. We know her as Cheyenne, man. But yeah, like, bro. yeah. She was in the same year group, everything. Yeah. No, Shy is still there. And like she's been able to do her thing and like bring her brand across, but like I understand that at the minute because yeah. Capital is still kind of a baby, yeah. like it's only five or six years in the game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because you, that timer started again when Trace was done. Do you get what yes. I mean? Mm. So they are new, mm. so they're still trying to figure out and trying to grow and expand and figure out what works, what doesn't, yeah. and like you know where BBC is now, like. What, fully 15, fledged 15 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they can push it a little bit more and like the watershed they can consider after 10 p.m you can swear yeah. like when i heard that i was like yo <laughs> what can you do? What, after 10? yeah really they're allowed to do a lot of a lot of things no like, a way. lot of things i never i never yeah because I thought, because i only watched it on youtube i saw her clips no. on youtube and i thought i just might just be for youtube no, there's certain limits that, they, that they've that they allowed. Like, I think Ofcom said, you know what, BBC, you can be a bit reckless if you Jeez, want. Jeez, wow. bringing that... Because you know what, yeah? They're probably pulling out all the stops because they know with radio, you know, so many people are tuning into podcasts now. Exactly. They're probably like, right, let's yeah. get in, let's be a bit more viral. Exactly. I, don't know, I don't know what the actual, like, limits are because yeah. I, I haven't listened to her show live before, actually. Right. But, um, but I do know they are allowed to do a lot more and and... And the freedom is, but that's again, it's just how the world is kind of evolving, like you said, exactly yeah. adapting to like you know the need to kind of push the limits a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know, but, like, but then I, again, I don't know if that's something that I would want to do. But then you've so, been getting your your interview bag in other places, like for example, obviously yeah. I saw that you were doing up, you know, build series um, yeah. and things like that. So you're able to kind of balance the both and still feed what you like as a presenter. In, in other places like talk, talk to us Definitely. about build series because with yeah, build series right i remember seeing it on youtube in like you know the usa and they'd have yeah. whatever's trending at the moment those actors from that show would come on or artists yeah. and so on and so forth um and then i saw it obviously in the uk what like how did they even come about how did you start working mm-hmm. with them like how did that all kind of kick off thank god that was my agent wow. um she she got or uh, somehow the the paths aligned mm. um so build is is a company that's run by verizon okay. and verizon is owned by yahoo right oh. okay so it is a yahoo platform mm-hmm. and um which great it's like you know they had a lot of budget to do big yep. things yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually got into. I actually, so I yeah, I became a fan of Build mm. by seeing like I kept on seeing some of the presenters I know, so like Shy, mm. AJ, Dudu, loads of different people. Like, I kept on seeing do it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'd love to do a show like this because mm. it's live audience, which is something I love. Mm. And um, I was like, yeah, I need to get in there. Funnily enough, my agents like, okay, Verizon, Yahoo, want to do something with you? So I did a pilot for them of a show. That actually was only in America, so oh, you couldn't wow. see it. Here. Yeah, so Verizon is an American company, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, international conference. So I did, I did a uh, a dating show mm-hmm. for the Yahoo app in America. Ah, okay. Yeah. And and then so I'm there. What like a Love Island type sitch? It was uh the bet. So it was called Planet Date, mm-hmm. oh. and oh wait, what was it called Date the World? I can't remember what they ended up with. Well, the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, yeah, it was Planet Day. It was Planet Day. Okay. Forgive me, everyone at, at Verizon <laughs> and Yahoo. I do remember the show I did. Yeah. Um, but it was so long ago now. 
<laughs> that was like all of last summer and the start. That was all, no way. That was 2018 no. and 19. See? My brain. So don't worry, boy. 2020. You're busy. You're booked and busy. It's okay. Yeah. Number one, you're so, booked and busy. And also 2020 is done now. Crazy so how, yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy how time has flown like that because I, I genuinely thought, oh, yeah, I was there this year. No, I wasn't. It's 2020. Mad. Like, <laughs> mad. But, um, yeah, so 2018, 2019, I was there. And it was basically, like, the only way I can describe it is, like, Tinder, but, like, video Tinder. Right. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm like, cool. Hi, Sarah. I can see that you're looking for love. Mm -hmm. Okay, what kind of man are you looking for? And she'll be like, oh, someone that's all the hands you usual. And then, um, cool. Well, we've got men from all over the world tuning in. So then, basically, four men will tune in and then she can be decide which one she wants to be with okay and then that would have banned you it, it, banged. Was fun. it was fun yeah. it was very fun and um yeah and then in the end they get to meet up and they film them meeting up and then all that kind of stuff they go on a real life date and oh. that's it that's the show oh. so it was really fun doing that but then so obviously i'm in the building um like the yahoo building here in london and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the build studio. And they were like, yeah, we do build here too. Me, I'm so fast. I was Come like, I love to work for build. Fast on <laughs> yourself, yes. Come on. And they were like, really? Sometimes you just got to be like that. Yeah. Literally. And I'm so grateful I said it because I ended up being like a regular host for build for like a year. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a, I love build, man. But um, yeah, build is dope, it got man. to the point where Verizon, I think towards the end of last year, I think just financially, they weren't pumping much money into the UK anymore. Right, okay. Because Athi Build is still popping in, in New York. Very much so, um, yeah. Yeah, like they're mm -hmm. doing the, like I know that, um, so I ended up becoming friends with the host in New York, because mm -hmm. I was just like, hey girl, I'm a Build presenter too. She was like, oh hey, da 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 So I went to New York last year in October. We yeah. met up, everything, went out to the theatre. Mm -hmm. I came to see her do it live as well. So like, I, again, I tried to get in there with the, Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come the on. New York team, but obviously they ain't paying for me to fly out there. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I thought, why not introduce myself, meet everyone, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, like, if, Build is amazing. If there's, if there's anything that the listeners are taking away from this, is that it's about hustle fam you are yeah. hustling like because yeah. i think it's easy for us to go oh we see ramel yeah she's on radio we hear her voice here and there she's still you're still hustling you're still making moves yeah. you still mm -hmm. have that kind of like hunger as if you you haven't started yet um I, 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 but i also mm. think as well just like because like there's no such thing as luck mm. like and like i think it's mainly i think it's time like uh, like it's funny because I've never thought of this myself, but like my pastor said it to me recently. He mm. was like, you have a very good um, understanding of times and seasons. Mm. And I, I do I do agree now that he said it. I'm like, I do agree because like, if I'm somewhere, I'm like, listen, let's just maximize this. Right. Yeah. Right. Whatever it is that's happening right now, let's make the most of this. Mm. So, like, so again, so like now that we're in quarantine, I'm like, cool. Right, let's do let's do loads of podcasts. Let's do loads of things that you can actually do at home. On, let's yeah. do Q and A's mm. on Insta. Let's do like maximize this because yes. at the end of the day, like it will you're gonna go. Yourself. Yeah, you pass it and you'll think like, yeah, oh, you like, free time I had. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's real talk. Tell them, man. Yeah, you... and even with mm. like uh, even saying that, like I've launched a podcast mm. and like I was like, oh crap, like I'm gonna run out of episodes because I didn't get to finish recording them because mm. we went into quarantine. Then I remembered when I was in New York, mm. I interviewed the presenter Brittany. 
That's flinging up. That's in two weeks. I'll be reloading it. That's the up there, fam. Boom, I did another interview while I was in New York. And these are things I was just, again, when I was in New York, I was just like, you know what? Let me meet up with people. Actually, better more, let me actually bring my equipment Come and just on. interview people. Come again, on. you just always have to be thinking, while I'm here, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. It's great that you're on holiday, mm-hmm. but also, if you see an opportunity, just do it. Exactly. Like, think outside the box. And I'm so grateful I did that. Because one, they, these are new contacts that I have like internationally. Mm-hmm. Also, this is content that I can use now in this time, which I didn't even think. Because I was even thinking, oh, when am I even going to use this? When am I going to upload this? Trust. It's there. It's there. And the people are waiting for content yeah. right now because exactly. they're at home. You know exactly. um, you know your, your podcast? Plug it for us. What's it called? The Mainstream. Yes, it's called The Mainstream. Mm. Um, it actually started off as an event mm-hmm. uh, where I was just doing live Q&As with um, people in the industry mm-hmm. and just them explaining their journey, how they got into the mainstream. Because mm-hmm. I realised we all want we all want to, you know, we all love doing what we're doing or whatever career path we're doing, but there is the le- the top level that you need to get to. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. in my opinion, that is the mainstream, the commercial. No, not for everyone, because some people are happy. If they want to be on pirate radio and they love pirate radio, mm-hmm. that's great. But I do feel like there is a, a, a another level that you can always break through. Mm-hmm. And, and the mainstream media for me is that level. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I want to be on a primetime TV show in a primetime slot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is, in my vision, the mainstream. So, mm. and I realized it's, it's a word that I kept on using, like, yeah, I want to be a mainstream, like, you know, household name kind of thing. And I was like, oh, mainstream, mainstream. Okay, cool, mainstream it is. Mm. And then, and I realized I know so many people that have broken through in the most unconventional ways. Mm. Like, I'm releasing, um, uh, the so my second episode is with Kaede Arumi. I was searching for that yesterday, you know, and oh, I was yeah, like, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's not, I was like, Okay, where is it? Where is it? Let's have a look. <laughs> I, I, like, I, was, I, I, mean, I was excited, I was excited, I was mm. pre plugging, mm. but um, I don't usually do that as well. But I was like, No, nah, this one's actually sick, like, I really enjoyed speaking with him. Mm-hmm. So let me give it a little pre plug, mm. and um, yeah, like, his journey is so. It's gonna be. So, it's gonna be so tough. Mm. It's gonna be so remarkable. Mm. But um, yeah, it, <laughs> it is. is. It really is. Like you know, and like you'll hear in in the interview that I did that you know it was literally straight from uni. Okay, what can I do? I've got free time. Let's film. Made mm. cool. Now that I did hood documentary, I'm in conversations with BBC. Cool. I'm done with hood documentary. Let's do something new. BBC. Mm, right. So yeah. It was like literally he got himself in the industry, and then then he's now maneuvering and like not demanding but he's able to make decisions that can you know create an open doors for loads of people so and that's it man see these yeah. men when they're, when they're climbing they're now opening doors for other people um, to come through i wanted to um also ask you because obviously we were just touching on build um you did who are some of your favorite people that you interviewed whilst that build because i know you did steph london oh my gosh that was crazy how was that what was that like so, okay i've known steph for for a few years because i worked at link up um we had a lot of like i guess interaction is she still with burner boy i'm not sure you know boy? i hope so damn because i was looking for an opportunity oh <laughs> <laughs> on, see. he's ready I to mean, be we're in quarantine i don't think the opportunity is gonna happen right now bro <laughs> <laughs> we, we got we got wow zoom. i could i could oh, zoom up oh, IG live, boy. Steph is, we can have an IG date. Steph is feisty and she yeah. speaks her mind and she, love she literally has no chill. And I feel like I love like, it. Yes. It got her in trouble a lot, but at the same time, I feel like she's so real. Mm. Like, and I, I know not, not a lot of black 
girls are too taken to her because she's made like some really like you know inappropriate like inappropriate comments mm. and and she I, I think also because she's so used to just speaking freely she doesn't always know the best way to like diffuse the situation mm -hmm. like um because she's kind of like what i said what i said mm. and it's like oh what, you upset a lot of people she's like yeah but that's how i felt at the time and you know what, as well, you know what i'm not gonna lie yeah because she's where she's dutch you know london people from england we could be very conservative we're very passive aggressive yeah. we don't share how we actually feel yeah. maybe that might be a bit of that i don't know oh, i'm trying to give her a blind idea but She's Jamaican mm -hmm. and she also grew up in Hackney. Like, yeah, so like, that's how people turn. That's how we are. Yeah, so we're still. Just still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but she's just like, she's quite free speaking. And I felt that, that like, it's crazy. That was the first time I actually interviewed her. So as long as I've known her, mm. like, that was the first time I've actually had to have a professional conversation with her. Mm. And I realized for the first time, I, I don't know, like, I'll be so honest with you, I don't know if I can hold this interview mm. because. The way she talks, she goes off. Yeah. Like she goes off on a tangent. Mm. Like in the video, there's a point where um, like the producers wrote some of the questions yeah. and um, they asked her, she's always on her phone, which mm. is true. Mm -hmm. And um, they were like, how much screen time do you use? And we prepped her for this conversation, this question at the start. Mm. And she was like, oh, I don't even want to see it. Da -da 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 -da. This is before we've done the interview. Oh, then wow. The interview, I was talking about three times. She was like, actually, let me check. Where's my phone? And it was like, yo, we, we actually said we weren't going to do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's like, where's my phone? How do I check screen time? And I'm like, raw, we're actually filming. Um, so I got up. I remember, and I'm like, I remember. I'm like, send me your phone. Let me look for screen time. Meanwhile, I don't know how to navigate her phone. Oh. So, I'm, so I'm like, I'm not <laughs> and I'm like, yo. And then the people are in my ear, the producers are like, okay, sit down. Let's get back to the interview. Oh, my God. Okay, and she was like, no, where's the screen time bit? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually can't. <laughs> you don't know like, what it was those, Yeah, it was one of those moments that like, I didn't, I struggled to bring it back. Yeah. Because I, it was like, she went off on, I'm, no, I need to find my screen time. Yeah. And where is it? And oh, actually, I want to know now. Actually, yeah, to be fair, I was on my phone all day yesterday. Let me see how many hours. And I'm but, like, oh my but God, the I'm maddest like, thing I feel like, yeah, when yeah. you're an artist and you're so used to being like, interviewed don't you understand yeah. the protocol like you you're here doing a job it's a bit tricky to be now going off on a do you see what i'm saying yeah, then that's her personality right like, she's kind of like oh please let's make this interview where it is like because right. again if you're on a press run yeah. i'm one of 10 interviews right so she actually probably in her head is thinking let's just make keep it real let's just do whatever happens happens yeah and whatever and even that day i think she was a little bit she like she must have been like annoyed at her label or something mm. like that day, she kept on going in about how much money she'd wasted, spent, and this and that. And I was like, oh, oh this is so awkward. Mm -mm, boy. <laughs> like, kept on going, oh, she kept on bringing it up. And I was like, oh. but anyway. Like I've seen that. I've seen that label rhetoric, you know. Sorry to cut you there, Reverend. Like, yeah. I've seen it where in, she did... Um, she did an interview with, you know, the JD in the bag, in the duffel bag podcast. Yeah, yeah. She did one and she was talking about how she was paying for her own videos. Yeah, But you know when you could yeah. just watch a person's face and you could tell they don't yeah. like the fact that the label's making them pay. She was like, yeah, yeah I'll just reclaim my money later. I was like, rub boy. That's, that's exactly what she said on mm. this. She'd just done her tour and like, she was like, yo, all those backdrops, the lights, all that kind of stuff that cost me such and such amount of money. I was like, oh, no. It's peak. It's peak. Yeah, just like, oh, I'm sorry, but you had fun, yeah? Yeah. She was, like, she was like, yeah, but I'm still waiting for my money. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. 
this was supposed to be nice. Yeah, <laughs> and then you've got to hold that, especially you as a presenter. You've got to hold the because you, 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 um, your role is really to like level out the energy as well, mm, up the spirits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the fact that she was reminiscing on how much money she spent and how how it disappointed her, <laughs> mm. I was like, okay. Because the question was, how was your tour? Did you enjoy touring? Yeah. All the special guests you had? Da, 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 yeah. da. She was like, oh, man, I spent so much money on that. I was like, oh. It's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you know what's crazy, Rem? You just sound yeah, like you a actually do a very good impression. Because I remember it so All clearly. Right, boys, classically trained, did it? Classically trained. Classically oh, my trained. God. Yeah, yeah, we love it. Yeah, let's put this and send it to my agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trust me, trust me. Getting that back. Oh, my God. I love that. And then, so, and then who would you say, because obviously, you, you know, you're interviewing people like, uh, Steph London and all yeah. these different people. Omarion, you've interviewed Nick Cannon, you've yeah. interviewed. Do you ever get nervous when you go into an interview? Um, and how do you handle each one? Or what's been the best one? Just give us some some stories as well. Yeah, who's the uh, most famous person you've interviewed? Most famous? Ooh, I don't know because um, the urban world confuses things, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like what's what's famous yeah. to some might not be famous to others. And and fame so, fame moves over time as well. Yeah. yeah. Marians, if we were to say yeah. fame, we'd be like Raj, you know what I mean? But then now Steph would be above a Marion, I'd say. Do you know what I'm saying? Really? Mm-hmm. I would I say know. so. Mm-hmm. The, what? Michael, oh, get Wait, hold on, let me do this. Michael, get out of here. So Steph London isn't as fa- isn't more famous than Omarion right now. Omarion, bro. Bro, we're talking about we're talking about a career that is nearly twenty yeah, years listen. old, yeah. And you're talking about Steph is listen, above that, Omarion. That, we should we should no, get no, you off that Omarion right remember, now. Right. That Omarion hey, so is being uh, proud, proud O2, you know. Proud, no, okay, it? let's think of it this way. So, Steph, fair enough. She rolls with DJ Khaled. She had a song with French Montana. Yes. She was like recently in a party in a club with Cardi, mm. Offset, P Diddy. So she is up there. She's mm. definitely up there with like in terms of like she's in the celebrity world, right. and you know she could get a, a headline in the Sun, Daily Mail. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So she is up there. However, I, I agree with the guys. Okay. Like Marion has a legacy. Fair enough. Legacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know. Um, you know, films is and you got served like that's still an iconic film in like the dance oh, world. That, that, you know what I mean, yeah, so so man gave us icebox, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he, he gave us icebox, you know, that once, yeah, when I had when I had like my secondary school crushes, yeah, and they said they didn't like me, yeah, <laughs> you really wow, listening you? to icebox and just crying, boy. Icebox. I mean, it's true, yeah, yeah. it's not wrong, it's not wrong, that beautiful, trust me. <laughs> But in terms of people, I'm so okay. So UK-wise, I've I've done most of the UK stars that we know mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So like the Stormzy's, the Skeptors, the Crept and Conans, mm-hmm. the Rex, the Tiny, the yeah. So you know, UK-wise, I feel like in the urban world, I've done most of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, internationally, you've got your music artists like uh, yeah, Amarion, Trey Songs, um, like throwbacks like Tito Jackson, Common. Wow. Um, yeah, so like I, I, I feel like I've done a varied kind of you know pool in the like music, urban music world. Like yeah, mm. I feel like mm. I'm, I'm doing all right. Mm. Um, what else is there? Like I don't really particularly have like favorites. And like going back to the question, like being nervous. Mm. Like 
I think the situation makes me more nervous than the actual artist or right. the, the person. Because, um, like, for example, red carpets. I hate red carpets. Mm. They make me very anxious. They make Do me you? so anxious because mm. it's like... Because I've seen you on a lot of red carpets. I thought you'd be used no, to it. No, because every red carpet is different. And that's the thing. Like, And I feel like it's a lot of preparation for not a lot of time. Right. So, right. so like, for example, you'll spend all night into, mm. like, researching people or like how many days of like of research and content and then the the pr will tap you and say you've got two questions mm. <laughs> or pass you like, for some of them some of them much. they pass yeah you know? and you're yeah. like i just spent so long preparing th for oh, this and gosh. now i need to think of what are my most two important questions mm. and you kind of slightly have to be listening to all the other interviews before you to make sure you're not yeah. just saying the same thing Right, your interview is not going to get hits if you just ask the same question that everyone else asks. So I feel like mm. a lot of pressure in that sense of like, oh my gosh, I've got so much to think about. Oh, wow. um, that, that's why red carpets. But then again, they can be great. Like the most recent one I done was the Queen and Slim one. I loved it. Oh, and oh, yeah. like because Daniel Blue is just jokes. Like I've, I've like I've met him. I met him prior to that that interview, and like mm. we kind of hung out and all sorts of stuff like that. Mm. So it was a nice interview. To actually be like, yo, bro, so you done big yeah. things. Like, and he was proper down for it as well. Yeah. And like, it just, it was a vibe. And then. Um, he doesn't come across pretentious. He seems very like one of normal. us. So mm. normal. And like, yeah, we have loads of mutual friends as well, which has made it really random as well. So like, we're cool. So, um, and then his co star, Jodie Turner Smith, she's just amazing. Like, she mm. killed it in the film. And like, in general, she's just beautiful, and it was just a really nice girly chat. Like I was just asking her, like, how was it? Her hair and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like we had a real black girl that's moment. That's good. That's cool. good. I so, love them. Yeah, and, like, and that's the thing. I realized that listening to other interviews, I had to ask something that was different, relatable, and all that kind of stuff. So that's the thing. Red carpets, you have to think on your feet. That mm. like, all the research, all the information that you've taken in, you literally have to be like, okay, cool, boom. What's the nice thing that we need from this? Yeah. Like, what's the good point? And that's that's why it's quite stressful. Some people love red carpets, and like I, again, I'm not the kind of presenter where I'm like in R and I'm asking you about your personal business. What kind of I was part. gonna say because don't, isn't the aim then to, if, especially if the other uh, presenters before you down the line have asked certain questions, don't you ever feel the pressure to be like, right, I want my interview to go viral. Let me ask something bare personal or something that's gonna. Viral. For so many different reasons, though. Mm. And, like, yeah. I don't want to be viral for the ratchet reasons. You're right, I'm with you. <laughs> like, that's, just my, that's just my personal opinion. Like, for example, like I have colleagues or people that I've seen in the industry ask the most outlandish questions. But again, it's how you ask it to. Mm. And I, I haven't particularly found a comfortable way that I like doing that. Mm. So, like, you know, if you're known for being, like, you know, loose lips and, like, all that kind of stuff, that's cool. Do your thing, innit? Mm. But, like, I've, I, I'm i not trying to be Wendy Williams. I want to be Oprah. <laughs> Come mm. through. And, and that's I just, hear you. And that's say it again way. for them, bro. Say it again. <laughs> just say it again for them. Because that is going to be... I'm using that. Like, say it again. <laughs> but, again, I have no I have no disrespect mm. to anyone that wants to be oh, the 100. next UK Wendy Williams. Because I rate it. And people mm. even said to me, you, you should go down that route because no one's seen it here. But I'm like, I don't have, I don't have that in me. Yeah. You have to be <laughs> true to yourself. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's disrespect in that. I, I'm taking the piss out of anybody that goes down that I don't think so. I think it's terrible. Why, why but is it terrible? That's my opinion. Wendy, I Wendy, so. Wendy Williams, I hate that, man. Wendy I hate Williams is on her like 20th season, bruv. Yeah. There's, there, is, there is an audience for that. It's not... 
for me, you can have success and you can still also have standards. And I just feel as if like poking into other mm. people's business personally is not the type of entertainment However, that I would like to look back on my career and say that, would, yo, that was sick. I loved it when I took the piss out of Kim Kardashian. But there's a lot of people you know? that watch that. Like, I'll, I'll admit it to you. Like, since we've been in quarantine, my ratchet TV has gone up. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I've been watching, like, I stopped watching Real House of Housewives of Atlanta mm. like two years ago because I was like, nah, this is too much for me. I don't like it. It's toxic. Mm. Ask me why I bought Hey You on Now TV. Wow, you now even what? went to buy the Hey You. <laughs> <laughs> now watch season nine and catch up to 12. Nah. This is what I'm doing. Like, went to actually buy the Hey You. That, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I see that ad all the time. It's, it's like $5.99. $5.99 on Now TV. How much? Three nine nine. So I was okay. like, it's not even that bad. That's but that's the thing. Bad. And it depends on the what you want to take in. Like, yeah. I'm not really, yeah. I don't really like toxic things. Mm. But because, you know, I've, I've got nothing else to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't like a little bit of ratchet, like an hour or two of it. Just but even uh, it got to the point where I'm like, right, I've had too much of that now. Yeah. Like, like, you need to have a, and I guess some people like getting their daily, daily dose of a bit of ratchet mm. and daily dose of like gossip I, I think it comes from the place because people have very stressful lives and they just want to switch off and like not think about take anything in, yeah, take in and just take in yeah. something that's a bit like it's ratchet do you know what I'm saying for me it's the equivalent of junk food really it's <laughs> like, true this when is you're it. eating junk food like people that love to eat junk food but then they're like everyone else that doesn't eat junk food is like oh why are you eating that's so bad for you da, 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 da. but you know oh, but sometimes mm, it tastes so sometimes good sometimes smooth agree. Mm. Yeah, it's leading sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I know people are suffering agrees. without McDonald's right now. You know? yeah, trust. I know very man is suffering without McDonald's. Did you, did you guys go in line? No, no, I, I, did. I left it. I didn't enjoy it. I did. I was with my friend, yeah. <laughs> I was with my friend in, in her car because we, we live <laughs> next to each other. We went to three McDonald's oh. around our area, and all of them were packed, man. apart from the one, apart from the one no. in the town centre. You had to do on, it. Do you do you eat junk food, Rem? Um, so oh, you a health I freak. no. Um, so basically, for the past year and a half, I've been using my fitness pal, okay, mm-hmm. and it's uh, an app that's it's the calorie had... counter, isn't it? Yeah, it counts your calories. Now, I'll be honest with you, um, it's actually helped me. Mm. Like, my fitness app, it basically shames you out of eating <laughs> junk. <laughs> it really does, yeah. I got it as well because when you realize how much that Twix is in calories, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what, let go, in it. Mm-hmm. Like, really and truly, if you work out, so for example, my runs equate to, it says like 300 calories. Mm-hmm. That's 25 minutes of me running, sweating, out of breath. Mm-hmm. Then if I eat a Twix, which is also 300 calories, it was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So it literally shames you out of it. And um, however, since I've been in quarantine, I've stopped using my fitness app because I'm like, oh, this is because going to be like depressing because mm. I know I'm eating snacks but I'm also working out regularly mm. so I'm, I'm content with the amount of working out that I'm doing so I have been snacking a lot more now that I'm in quarantine but I'm, I'm mentally being like well at least I know I'm going to work out because I ain't got nothing else to do later right, so, right. yeah yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm, I, I don't particularly like junk but I have now got a snack cupboard yeah, it's necessary <laughs> man it's necessary. I hate Listen, you. It has to be done. Quarantine, it had, man. It's quarantine, man. Quarant- happy, happy quarantines and that. I, I wanted... Oh, go on. I, I wanted to... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I go. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted to take it back um, yeah. slightly 
So you said um, your first radio gig yes. was at the beat. And I remember you used to present yeah. with money. So that wasn't even then, though. That was, was another time. Yeah, mate. Was it um, not? My world is time? very strange. Like, I, I have cycles of going back to places. Like, it's weird. What, what, you, what you learn about Afro, Because I love way, that show. What you learn that about Afro is sick. like a music, like... A, a, a professor, but unofficially, bruv. He's watching okay, all of you okay. lot's careers and stuff. So go, go, yeah. go ahead, Afro. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, rem- I remember that time. I used to, I used to listen oh, to that okay. show religiously, and then I would watch it on mm. YouTube as well. Um, so let's actually let's put that to the side. What, how, what, what was the transition like going from voiceovers to your first radio gig? What were the highs and what were the lows that you experienced during that time? Um, <laughs> you um, like that question, don't you? I'm trying to think of what... Because, okay, this is going to sound so weird, but um, I've recently started to realise that I've repressed some memories. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know it sounds wow. so mad and so deep, but I've repressed a lot of the times that I didn't enjoy. Mm. And because... I don't know. I don't know if just gratitude took over, mm-hmm. but there's some things I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I remember. I don't remember particular days, but I remember the particular scenario, like the the time. Yeah. Like I, I might remember one moment in the studio would be money, and I'll use that to 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 summarize everything. Right. Oh. So it's weird. I don't know why that happened. Wow. But yeah. To do, um, is it because you've done so much since then? You kind of I just think it might be that as well. But yeah. But when I so basically I went to uni in Leeds. Mm. I studied broadcast journalism. When I was at uni, I did. Uh, I had a I had a pirate radio show. I was on the student radio, and um, I used to do live events hosting in Leeds as well. Mm. Um, so that's where it all started. And I thought, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sick. Mm. I'm amazing. Mm. And I got to London and realized, okay, there's a there's <laughs> I need to make money. Mm. <laughs> like I can't and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually need to make this a career and stuff. Mm. And I remember being really low and really depressed at times. And like, um, I was tired all the time. Mm. All the time. Mm. Like I just felt like I was doing so many things. And like, like I said before, like I used to work at Capital FM. Mm. So I used to, uh, I used to assist on the breakfast show. So I'd be there Monday to Friday, six till, or like, I'll be honest, I was always late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was there six till 10, and, um, but I'd have to wake up at 4.30. So Eesh. be there six till 10, helping out on the show. Oh and again, it wasn't, what, was oh, that this was like um, Cap- Capital FM with Dave Berry and Lisa Snowden. Dave Berry, legend in the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so like, it was like, major stars coming in mm. like and like I was usually the runner that used to have to go and get them or but I and to be honest I wasn't doing much mm. like mm. for the four hours I was there I was making tea getting food mm. and it was quite degrading mm. like not in a not in a like you know I'm not like I want a slave mm. but, <laughs> but at the same time it was there were moments where I had really low points because mm. I didn't see Kojo and that Jay Davia was the presenter at the time and I'm, I felt like I was seeing my peers kind of down the hall yeah. living their best life mm. and I was like the tea girl mm. for the majority white team mm. and I was the only kind of black girl in the capital team and it did feel really low sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I'm just never gonna get out of this mm. I'm just gonna always gonna be a runner 
Um, but then still, I'd after the show, I'd then go and film something with Link Up, or I'd go to my own radio, my own radio show on Bang. Before Bang, I was on West Side. Like I was hustling. Like I was mm. always tired and always feeling like it weren't going very far, and I weren't really getting much money for it. But I always, I created a persona, and it is who I am. But I did yeah. create the persona that I'm always happy. I'm always bubbly. I'm always out. Yeah. I'm always at live events. I'm always doing this. And I was like, yo, I'm tired. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, sometimes I couldn't keep it up. Sometimes yeah. I couldn't keep it, keep it up. So I crashed a lot. But there were always breakthroughs that inspired me. So like, you know, getting new voiceover jobs or getting new hosting gigs that was like, okay, this is going somewhere. So it was really, really low. <clears throat> but um, at the same time, I learned so much from it and I learned what I truly love doing. I learned who is best to work with like, at the time. Me and Bunny had a great, um, Bunny, you know, me and B Money had a great time together, but also we were genuinely like, uh, I can't even think of the, the term. We clashed mm. so much, so mm. much. Like mm. we, we did see it as that brother and sister relationship, yes. but it got toxic sometimes. Right. Like, we're like we'd banter on air like we're arguing but then with real life after the mic's gone down be arguing yeah so we're like yo why are we clashing like this mm. and i do and then like you know i do hold it down to me being tired frustrated mm. and him not getting that either because he was tired he was frustrated too he had a like full-time job as well mm. so like i think we both clashed a lot mm. and we got to a point where we just weren't enjoying each other's company at times. But like we did see each other years later. And obviously I ended up doing the backchat reunion, which he was on. Yes. So we ended up seeing mm. each other later. And like, cause at that point when we left the, the show, I do, I think I've got to be honest with myself. We weren't friends. Mm. Like we completely stopped talking to each other. Mm. Like it was over. Like <laughs> it was like, we're not friends. Mm. So when I saw my backchat, I was like, oh. Hey. Man, like, be money. I remember when you were doing that back chat, boy. That, yeah, that yeah, show, yeah. guilty pleasure, yeah. man. All kinds of drama. All kinds, um, all kinds. <laughs> but yeah, we had to have that kind of moment of like, hey, how are you? Long time. And the maddest thing is, a lot of people didn't like remember right. that me and him had a show together. Mm. So a lot of people had no idea mm. that we yeah. knew each other like that. Mm. So like, the interactions are weird. And I could see when he was about to say something mad. Yep. So I already already knew. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. So we you knew how to pattern it. You knew how to pattern it. No, I still didn't know how. <laughs> but, but I could sense when it was gonna go left, and like, ah, oh, them them reunions were mad. Yeah. They, them reunions. They had to cancel their last one because it because because of all the yeah, drama. I don't know they what couldn't. What kind of yeah. well, uh, that show, boy? That was one of them shows where I watched it and then. I stopped and then I would secretly watch it. I actually subscribed to when they were going on holiday, when they did the holiday oh, edition. I said, I said, yeah, I'll pay my money, boy. Let me support black business. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I'll always rate them for mm. what they did. I just don't like the content. It's quite, it's, mm, it goes back to what you. we were saying before. It, it's kind, it can be degrading, yeah. quite like not putting us in the best light. Mm. Oh, it's not even that. Like I, I just didn't get it, and the fact, mm. especially when I was a part of it. Like before I joined the club. So for anyone who's ever listened, never heard about Backchat, just mm. in case, mm. um, it, it, was, <laughs> it was a debate show where they had just a group of young black people from. Uh, well, I can't even say they're from different walks of life. They were mm. all quite similar. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, yeah, to be honest, to be honest. Um, and they often talked about. <laughs> types of conversations and like scenarios what would you do if three men were this and that mm. and your baby mother, 
<laughs> so they had really weird scenarios. Very. And in the end, they all, at the end of each season, they'd have a reunion. So I got, they reached out to me and asked me to do season two and three. Mm. I did season two. I was actually very excited, even though I had never watched a show at that point. Oh, wow. So I had to watch season one and two to catch up. So I'm thinking, okay, this is interesting. And, you know, because me, I like to think big. I'm like, look, one day I might host Big Brother. One mm-hmm. day I might yeah. Love Island. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Let's mm-hmm. try it. Mm-hmm. I went for it. I did it. I prepped all the questions, done all the research myself, all this kind of stuff. Get in there. Do the do the show. Everyone's enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. lovely. Everyone, the audience are, whoop, yeah, yep. great show. Then it goes online. Wow. The reaction, fam. Oh my gosh, people were hating me. They hated mm-hmm. the questions. They were like, who's this girl think she is? How can you ask people these kind of questions? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, for the first time <laughs> I used the block button. Yeah. First time I used the block button and I just had to delete a lot of things. Like, oh. I was just like, Do you know what? This isn't for me. Yeah. Like, it's when I realized that if you're really signing up to this ratchet world, yeah. <laughs> just prepare for it, boy. That's literally, literally. It's not- it's not easy. It's People not come easy. out of nowhere just just to say their peace of mind on your. You took a picture with your family. Oh my days! <laughs> comments for no reason. Would you? Would, do you read your comments? Do you? Do you read your comments? Wasn't my comments like my comments never used to be like that. Yeah. So this is the first time I'm seeing comments like not in a, not in like an arrogant way, but I've never had negativity like that. Yeah. It was mm. like oh I loved your interview with Retro too. Oh I loved mm. your interview. With number five like do you know what i mean like, i'm used to people just being like oh thank you for delivering information this mm. was i hated the what you was wearing why is your hair like that Da-da-da. it's like yo Matting. where is this energy coming from <laughs> get someone else oh my gosh why did you choose her see this her is dress- don't, but don't that doesn't that mash you up don't you feel like oh my days why are these people how do you have I had real tears. Oh, I was oh, like, "Where's this?" Oh God, man! And I was like, "Wow, where's mm-hmm. this?" Like, that's, who are these that's people? The, that's, that's the ratchet world, isn't it? That's when you meet real trolls. Trolls are not. That's why you said, "Let me leave this one, boy." Yeah, but no, no. Do you know the worst thing is? Mm-hmm. I thought I was. I thought I was smart. I thought I was clever. Good. I thought, nah, let me not let them defeat me. Season <laughs> <laughs> three, I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> hey, you the tried trolls. to do. You tried to do. Let them not defeat me, did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was even but worse. The, mm, the like, trolls oh, grew stronger. It wasn't easy, you know. That is so peak. That is so peak. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to let them win. I did a good job. I know me. I know I did great. Mm. But they were like, nah. You did do a very good job. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you were kind of like, you reminded me of, I forget her name, the lady on, she's on E! uh, E! Television now. Nina, Nina, Nina Parker. And she, you temper the ratchetness. So she does it for, for, um, uh, the love and hip hop reunion, right? Yeah. Oh, isn't she yeah. Mona? Isn't Mona Scott? So you got Mona Scott still the the creator of the show, but Nina Parker was the one who would do your role basically at the oh, reunions, and hey. she would do the kind of moderate everything. Right. But I, mm. you reminded me of that. Like I, when I was watching you, I was like, yes, you're tempering the ratchetness. You're asking the right questions, but we need someone here who's gonna level head, like, be a bit level headed in this because it's a bit. Oh, I mean, main, the main problem was that people didn't like. They, for some reason, everyone thought I was bullying Nunu, and um, <laughs> because I, I, you were I, asking the questions, yeah, because I, yeah, because I brought to the attention that some of her behaviour was strange, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and which, they were like, which is valid, yeah. Well, even she, she called me out on it, and I was like, 
I can't even. I have to be honest with you. Like after the sh- after the episode, this is the third series, and this is when I knew I can't do this no more. Mm. After the episode, it irked me so much that she called me out and was like, "I think you're bullying me. I think you're this and that." Mm-hmm. And I, I, after the episode, we finished recording. I pulled her aside and I said, "At what point <laughs> did you think I was bullying you?" She was like, oh, "Come on, I just said it because you know it felt like that at the time." I was like, "Give me an example of how I bullied you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I asked you questions that were valid questions because this is what you did." So for you to call it bullying, like, I don't understand. And like, and I was really, I, it actually made me think, after, after we had our conversation, yeah. I was like, why are you even having to defend yourself like right. this for, for a job? Can you, <laughs> like, yeah, for a job. Yeah. I was like, no, I am never doing this again. Oh. And to be fair, they, they didn't ask me back and they had new plans anyway, because mm. they did that. And I think it was just, it, it, to be oh, also as well as third season, the reunion, the audio was very bad. Yes. Oh yeah, and that's when they took time out and they had to recoup. Yes. So I think they took a whole year out, and that's when they done the summer one. Yes, mm. yeah, they did, and even then, yeah. the, the audio was much better, but it was still, it wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't perfect. But I know with these things, it's always it's it can be a bit tricky, man. Yeah, yeah. Mad, these behind the scenes stories, you yeah, know, Lulu was just I like, like oh, I just felt that way. You see, it's mad. I love it. So obviously, Rev, like the fact that. You, um, you, you know, you mentioned there were times where you know you were depressed and you were low, that sort of a thing, but you still had that drive to continue. And you said your your pastor said to you that you have a thing for seasons and knowing how to make the most out of each season. Yeah. Tell us just a bit about like your your faith and how that kind of maybe helped you in those low moments to continue on to now be able to host your show from T Girl to yeah. presenter on Saturday daytime. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's... Um. Okay. So if I'm honest. In the last, um, my faith has like increased. I don't know what the mm. right terminology mm. is, but like mm. my faith has um, grown. Okay, grown in the last year and a half. I think I'd say the most. Okay, and okay. Um, before that, when I was like starting out in my career, I was probably not so much. Like I've always struggled to find a church that I really enjoy. Mm. And I think in the last year, I've I've found that church, which I really enjoy mm. going to. Well, I did enjoy going to. Now we're doing everything online. Um, yeah, 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 hundreds. But I, I basically, before, I don't know, it was just encouragement from friends and family. Um, it was, I don't know, I actually, now I'm looking back, I don't know how I got through a lot of stuff, because my faith mm. wasn't always there. But mm. now I know that it's mainly gratitude that's helped me overcome a lot of things because you know if I was to tell my 15 year old self that I am you know in the same building where Trace is um Uh you know I I have my own show on radio Uh I'm on a show on Sky One um Uh you know I'm getting flown to different countries and like you know Uh to host events I wouldn't believe it Uh so now I'm just grateful that I'm at the journey. I'm on the journey. I know there's so much more I want and and I'm starting to realize that like my purpose isn't just to be like a famous presenter. Like mm-hmm. my purpose is actually to to help people. Um so you know hence having the mainstream. Um my purpose is also to you know show people like that you can you can come out of dark situations or if you've had a troubled past or anything not particularly that I've had a troubled past but I feel Mm. like you know showing people representation that you can be on tv a black girl on tv I'm not you know Mm. I'm not looking like Kim K like Mm. I'm I'm a normal black girl that's made it and doing Mm. what I love 
like mm. that's that's kind of been the realization over the last year and um mm. i actually went to i went to la last year for the first time so march no february 2019 went to la and i went with a bunch of girls i didn't know only one girl that i knew and actually no mm. two girls that i knew and then the other four were just like mutual friends that they all were amongst each other and we had the most amazing time together like we're now a really good friend and um mm. one one of the girls who was there on the trip in particular like her faith was really strong and um we were out there when um cadet passed away and oh, okay. oh, wow. that really triggered me for some reason because it just really made me think oh my gosh there's like a young black boy who's just lost his life so tragically so so it was just such a shock to everyone and while we were mm. out in in LA we all sat down together and we all prayed and mm. it was the most amazing moment and like we were literally just like yeah everyone give their flowers to each other now and even if we don't know each other that well like let's all like just uplift each other encourage each other and then that weekend um so Candice was the friend that I was with Candice said that she really wants to go to one LA um it's a church that Tori Roberts does in oh, in LA and I was like yeah I'm down let's go church and then when we were there the word that Tori Roberts gave was just like you know it was pretty much along the lines of find out your purpose figure out what you want to do with your life and all that kind of stuff and as soon as I got back I was like and while I was there I had this kind of like thought process oh it's mad the night before I met Sway mm. Calloway so if no one's ever heard of Sway Calloway wow. he mm. is a legendary TV presenter, TV producer mm. from America. He used to do mm. um, MTV TRL. Well, he still does it now. MTV TRL. Yeah, TRL. He used to do, yep. um, oh, what was that famous TV show they used to do? But like he used to be on BET, all those different yeah. shows and platforms. Sway in the were, morning now. Yeah, Sway in the morning, your MTV raps, all that kind of stuff. He was, he's mm. a legend. So I met him the mm. night before and then I went to church and it was kind of like, find your purpose, figure out what you want to do, what you want to be, all that kind of stuff. <sighs> And as I soon love as these I got kind back, of stories, man. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I got back to London, I was motivated. I was like, mm. yeah, let's let's work. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and Sick. I ended up finding a church like two weeks later. And oh, that's when I found geez. a live city church. And it's right around the corner from my house. I was so baffed. I was like, what? This church is in here. <laughs> but they'd only started like three months prior. So I was like, okay, yeah. again, timing. Like I just come yeah. back, found this church. And um, even the church story, like how I met the church, I'd met the pastor years before at an event that I hosted. And um, it was why it was when Ty Trebek came over from America to perform. I hosted oh, a yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah. So Volney Morgan and New Year, they performed at the concert. And I was like, wherever these, and I remember this was five years ago. I remember that mm. time at that, that concert. I remember saying to my friend, yo, th that group's sick. Whatever church they go to, I want to go to it. I said that out loud. Mm. Five wow. years later, I find out that they've got a Thomas church and I ended up joining their church. So, oh, mad. Such a God story, man. Yeah, it's such mad. a God story. It's mad. Yeah. So wow. again, it was just all the kind of things that are happening and like, so meeting Sway, going to One LA, mm -hmm. or it's got, it's got to be honest, like having that, that, you know, that, that moment with the girls praying together, then that weekend meeting Sway, that weekend going to church, coming back, finding the church. And then just in the last year, my faith has just been pumped like I've just been feeling good then I, I was introduced to Mike Mike Todd's Transformation Church he's yeah, done a whole series on crazy faith and yeah. and after I heard crazy faith I was like I need to meet Sway Calloway again um because oh well, I forgot to mention it was when I was in LA and I met Sway Calloway I was again opportunist yo Sway 
I went up to him like we were brethren from day. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, yeah. the energy that I gave, he was like, yo, who are you? Nice to meet you. <laughs> he gave me his phone number. And he said, Whoa. whenever you're in New York, hit me up. I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be going to New York in a few years. months. I was lying. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I wasn't lying. I guess you I was, spoke it. You spoke it. prophesizing. Yeah, prophesying. <laughs> Come on. Come on, G. So basically, after her crazy faith, something inspired me, triggered me. I'm like, I'm going to go to New York. So mm. I booked a ticket to New York, ended up going in November. And then I hounded Sway. Hounded mm. him. Finally, he responded. He was like, yeah, come through to my show. You can hang out, see what it's like, blah, blah, blah. Again, mm. the most inspiring moment of my life. Watching Sway Calloway work. And that day, when I say so many guests passed through his studio in the yeah. space of four hours, I was wow, so confused. Wow. Because the mm. way radio works in the UK, mm. okay, one guest on the whole show, maybe. Yeah. Right. You'll yeah, plug right. for the next three hours. Yeah, they're coming in. Yeah, okay, two yeah. hours coming in. One hour, they're coming in. 30 minutes coming in. Every half hour, he had new guests. I was wow. so confused. That's like, so wow. confused. So, because um, he, he's so respected as well, man. He's yeah. been doing this for so long, man. He's it was mad. It was mad. He had, mm. so that day, he had that Friday afternoon, <laughs> he mm-hmm. had, who did he have? Um, oh, what's the show that, uh, oh, which one? Did, Oh, what they what they called? That show on Netflix, that Cardi B T I and Chance um, the ra- the rapper what um oh yeah, yeah. I actually forgot what it's called. Anyway, yeah, the, winner, that one, though, yeah. the finalists, D Smoke, mm-hmm. London B, yep. they were all in the studio. So when I arrived, mm-hmm. I met all of them. I was like, hey, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm just watching you last night. Like I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Then like the next half an hour, hour, who is it that came back? Um, so you know Jordan P and Keep. Key the Jordan Key and Peel the comedian yeah Key yeah, yeah, yep yeah yeah mm-hmm. so Key not Peel because Jordan Peel is the director Key I can't remember his first name he was there talking about that new film with Eddie Murphy um mm-hmm. then like the next hour there was like a young rapper called Young Devin she passed through and then mm-hmm. finally they had Tank the oh, R and B Tank yeah yeah and yeah. I'm like I've been here for like three Whoa. hours. <laughs> about 10 people came through I was so confused and it literally Mad. triggered me to be like you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. if you work hard for it and I literally mm-hmm. came back and that's when I launched the mainstream that's when I started my podcast that's when I, I was just like yo let's work it was Come mad on, like and I, and and I honestly just believe it was God. Like it was God just being mm. like, you need something to kick you up the backside to get your mm. mojo going again. Because again, yeah. I was having like deflated moments and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that yeah. trip, I think the whole of last year was so inspiring because I probably wouldn't have had the podcast. I probably wouldn't have had mm. the mainstream platform. Now at this mm. moment, who knows what I would have been doing with my time. I would have been bored out of my mind. Yeah. And, this, and do you know the thing is as well you're taking back ownership over your stuff like so mm. you creating the mainstream is you saying right cool all right capital extra capital we're here yeah everything's yeah. cool but you're also building something for your own self definitely like, and, so that's it, your own legacy i pitched like i spent most of 2018 2019 yeah. pitching the mainstream out and it right. got the time right. so now right. I'm just, like that's why i was just like that trip told me mm. just do it stop yeah. waiting for people just do it, yeah. yeah. And just like I said, yeah. like you know, seeing the the attitudes in like LA and New York and just how people work, I was like, okay, mm. we need to bring mm. some of that force back to London because I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they work different. Yeah, it's a different. They're not conservative. Mm-hmm. They're just going in. 
They yeah. just, yeah, Whatever they're not they holding back. I mean, like, really and truly, in what, like, that, meeting Sway and him giving me my number, that's like bumping into... In what world? Like, that's like bumping into Charlie Sloth and him giving you his number. That actually, mm. it's unlikely that that would happen. Do you get what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. in England, we're not uh-huh. like that. In America, no, yeah. Sway no, didn't know me from nowhere. Yeah. He, yeah. he suggested that he gives me his number. I didn't ask mm. for it because I would never ask for someone's phone number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, Yo, I was like, yeah, I'm a presenter in London. He was like, oh, I love London. Oh, we should hit up. We should hook up. Here's my number, man. He were not he moving to me. I swear. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, yeah. Whenever I'm in London, if you're in New York, we should meet up. Did the chat? Did the keep I'm like sick. Like that. That that attitude. That that wants to be able to support me was amazing. Yeah, yeah, so it's a beautiful that, thing, man. Yeah, that changed, that blew my mind, and that really. You, you will, you also do that as well, though, because I saw you, you've done like a few workshops and things with up and coming presenters yeah. in the UK to give mm. back. Who, who were, who were some of your people that you rate in the industry? Like, if you look, if you was to say, okay, like the Maya Jammers, is it the AJ Odudus, the Reggie? Ye- who is it that you look up to and you think, rah, so, I want to be like one... that. Like, I've got to start with, like, the black girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a black yeah. girlfriend. Um, got to say, like, Clara Ampho, AJ mm-hmm. Kudu, um, obviously mm-hmm. June Sung Hong. They're, like, yes, like, legend. Yeah, they're, like, the top three, like, black women who I see doing it differently and doing it their own way and mm-hmm. being unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. On a, like, just in a general aspect, um, yeah, obviously Reggie Yates, um, yeah. Davina McCall, um, I always, I've always said Davina and Reggie because I just really uh-huh. enjoy just how normal they seem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So those two have always yeah. been there. And then just internationally, it's always going to be Oprah. So, yeah, yeah, they're, they're like... But uh, as well as that, like I really respect all the, like, especially female, black female presenters that are doing their thing right now. Like, there's so many, like, even, like, Yin Ka, Shayna Marie, Leah Davis, like, so many of my peers... Like Annalise, um, Jacqueline Shepard, there's so many uh-huh. amazing women that I've worked alongside and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy and proud that we get to work together and like yeah. support each other. So, because we've always been told that, you know, you can't support each other. Like black girls are always competing. And you're competing. Yeah. 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 Especially in this kind of industry. Yeah. What would you, what would you say for your, um, in terms of anyone who might be listening, who's thinking, right, do you know what? I want to be a presenter. Ramel, someone that I look up to, she seems relatable. She seems like someone I can identify with. What would what advice would you give to that person? Um, I think honestly, you just have to be yourself, and mm. um, and that's so like stereotypical. Oh, be yourself, but I'm really yeah. like you can't be like anyone else, and you can't. And the reason I, why I say that as well is because you can't. You have to have tunnel vision and not look at other people as well. Comparison mm. is. Just, it just kills it i'm sure there's a piece of joy that's it it really Mm -hmm. does steal your joy Mm -hmm. it's so unfortunate Mm -hmm. man like Mm -hmm. and like i'll be honest like i've suffered with jealousy in the past i've suffered with comparison Mm -hmm. like and i'm i'm so open to say jealousy has been something Mm -hmm. i've had to deal with because it's like Mm -hmm. you look at people and you think oh i want that and actually you don't Mm -hmm. need that that's not for you it's not your portion that's actually Mm -hmm. not for you so stop kicking yourself for not having what they have and enjoy what you have so again it kind of goes back to that whole thing of I really enjoyed being grateful for my thing because 
it's me. It's come from me. I got it because it was me. So, mm-hmm. and again, if you if you miss out on a job to someone else, like congratulate them. Well, obviously, only congratulating if you mean it. But, <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Fake ones, There's no fake. There's no point being fake because people see mm. you straight through it and then you'll just be the 100%. fake girl. So yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Um, but just accept. And I think that's why I've been told that I'm good at, you know, accepting my timing and my season. That wasn't for you. Mm. And, mm. you know, it, it probably wouldn't have benefited you in the way you wanted anyway. Like mm. everything comes to people at different times for different reasons and different opportunities mm. and leads to something else. So, yeah, try not to let anything get you down other than just concentrate concentrate on yourself concentrate on yourself yeah and and just off the back of that what i mean actually like (laughs) literally as a skill work on you being the best version of you for whatever you do so you know analyze yourself like if you see an interview and you're like oh do you know what i should have done that a bit a little bit better then work on that so it's not a comparison with anyone else just compare yourself to yourself how can i be better how can i do this stronger so mm. that's why it always has to start with who are you? What are you doing? What's the reason you're doing this? Do you even enjoy that? <laughs> like, try mm. not to do things just because, like, because I know people will be like, yeah, be active, be busy. Nah, if you don't enjoy it, don't mm. force it. It's long, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. 100, 100. Jeez. And like, in the words of the great and honorable <laughs> coffee, gratitude is a must. Listen, that was my song. Yes, fam. Like, what? Last year, that powered me through so yeah love it love it well we want to we want to thank you obviously Ren for joining before but before we kind of bring this to a close I've got some Mm. quick fire questions for you okay gosh um this wasn't wasn't part of the pre-production meeting it wasn't this wasn't part of the pre-production meeting I just said let me do small spontaneous (laughs) (laughs) Um, R&B or UK rap Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Gotta hit got it quick. Oh, it depends what era. What era? Like, you gotta. Uh, uh, 90s RB or UK rap? Currently. 90s RB, 90s RB. All right, good choice. Jollof rice or rice and peas? Mm. Be, be smart, be smart. I've got to say, Jollof to be honest. There we go. Okay, right. fair yeah. enough. Radio or TV? What, watching or listening or doing? Your job. You're presenting. <laughs> Uh, currently TV, currently TV. I don't know, actually. Night. Actually, no, because TV's not even working right now. Radio, radio. <laughs> radio, radio. Don't worry. The power, <laughs> there's, there's power of editing. There's power of editing. Nike or Adidas? Ooh, Think okay, about who's paying your check. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, well, ooh. I know. I actually used to, I, I used to be a Nike women's ambassador, so I've got to say Nike. There we go. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Maintain that relationship. Favourites. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> keep it, keep it. Favorite song right now? Um, oh, oh, okay. I was just listening to it yesterday, and it gave me good feelings. Um, Doja Cat and Gucci Mane like that. I love that song. So yeah, so happy. Banger, <laughs> absolute banger. Um, fave Netflix series? Oh, okay. Most recently, on my block. Oh, oh, right. Is that, that, oh, that was just so cute and just fun, oh, and yeah. but also has like dark twists. Like it's really, it's just nice. It's a nice diverse show. Got mm. people, Have you watched you? Spanish people. Oh yeah, I watched it. That was alright. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. cool. I wouldn't rock uh, it. 
<laughs> you was the you was the thing. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, on my block, I'll check it out. I'll check that yeah. as well. Running or gym? Ooh, well, I don't know. Uh, probably running. Okay. And then the final one, Guyana or Nigeria? Oh, oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've got something stuck in my throat, man. You must have something stuck in maybe Shaki. That's in your throat, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to base it off. I'll say both, but I'll say okay. I'll base it off the fact that I most recently went to Guyana. So it's the freshest okay. in my mind. So I'll probably take okay. Love yeah. it. Diplomatic. Yeah. We like it. We like yeah. it. Love it. <laughs> well, we just want to obviously thank you for joining, Rem. Uh, no worries. Thanks literally for having you. you up last week and you, and you agreed to it, man. We appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Well, where you. can we... Where can people find you? Um, so I'm on all socials. Or it depends what you mean by all socials, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I'm on... <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, Ramel underscore London. Ramel is spelled R-E-M-E-L. London is spelt as London. I'm not the slang kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, please check out the mainstream. Um, the podcast is on Apple and Spotify. And follow the page, The Mainstream UK. Mm. And I'm just posting, like, you know, anything media-related, opportunities, and, of course, the podcast. And... Um, yeah, listen to my radio show every Saturday at 4 p.m. on Capital Extra. Jeez, on Capital Extra. We love you. You see the voice, the voice acting. What is it? Do you, she, she raised it up. She raised it up. She did the intonation. My intonation. On Capital Extra. Yes, come on, Rem. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for joining The Point family. For you guys who have listened to the show, we hope you've been inspired and really enjoyed um, hearing from Ramel. Uh, Do follow us at The Point Podcast on Instagram, at The Point PDCST on Twitter, because they won't allow us more than that in terms of characters. Um, And you can also check us out on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're on Spotify, Apple, all of your favourite platforms. Um, But yeah, it's been your boys, Afro Mike Enoch, with Ramel London, and we out. Peace. All right, peace. Bye-bye. Bye.